Welcome to the Thinking Differently podcast, where we explore the new horizons of our rapidly changing world. I'm Rod Collins, your host for today's podcast. As technological innovations continue to transform the rules for how successful businesses work, we challenge business leaders to rethink how they remain competitive in a digitally transformed marketplace. In our last episode, we discussed two unprecedented big jobs to be done that are byproducts of rapid advancements in digital technology. The first job is the need to transition all IT systems to a new platform that relies on collective agency rather than individual agency as a way to help us stop the proliferation of hacking and fraud. The second job is the need to create a new economic vehicle that can calculate and distribute the new wealth generated by value-creating digital activities that can't be measured by traditional finance and accounting models. A new economic vehicle is necessary if we are to preserve the middle class, especially as the number of jobs are dramatically reduced by artificial intelligence and robotics. In this episode, we will describe a breakthrough innovation that has definite potential for solving both of these jobs to be done. The breakthrough is blockchain, the technology behind the cryptocurrency known as Bitcoin. But before we dive into this discussion, let's acquaint ourselves with a very successful startup company that discovered a way to use collective agency to evolve into the most successful player in its industry. Morningstar is not your usual company. That's because the 400-person California-based agribusiness has no supervisors. Rather than relying on the intelligence of an elite few, Morningstar is a highly successful, self-managing peer-to-peer network that has skillfully leveraged collective intelligence and collective agency to sustain its position as the world's largest tomato processor. From its beginning in the 1970s, the company's founder, Chris Ruffer, built his innovative enterprise on two core principles. First, individuals should keep their commitments to others. The workers at Morningstar are not handed assignments. Instead, they negotiate colleague letters of understanding with their co-workers, and to assure everyone is honoring their commitments, the metrics associated with these agreements are published every two weeks. The second principle is that no individual should use force against others or their property. This means that no single person has the authority to issue an order or the ability to unilaterally fire another person. For the people at Morningstar, 
what they do, and with whom they work are always collective decisions. For almost five decades, these two principles have served as a solid foundation to support an innovative management technology that is disrupting the way we build and lead human organizations. Recently, there has been increasing buzz about another innovative technology, this time in the financial services world, that many believe has the potential to disrupt the way we build and organize IT systems. This technology is blockchain. Like Morningstar, blockchain is designed as a peer-to-peer -peer network, which, upon close examination, also follows Roofer's two core principles. Blockchain is the creation of an anonymous individual or group of individuals who, using the pseudonym Satoshi Nakamoto, published a short paper in 2009 that outlined an unconventional peer-to-peer -peer system that allows users to directly transact business without the need for any intermediaries. Blockchain is a distributed ledger system that uses a network consensus to record and execute transactions. It's best known as the platform for the web currency, Bitcoin. Blockchain's most distinguishing characteristic is that no single agent has the ability to execute control over system activity, or to use Ruffer's words, no individual can engage in coercive activity against another person or their property. To understand how blockchain works, consider this analogy, which, while admittedly simplified, does convey the basic sense of this radical paradigm shift in systems architecture. Imagine you are attending an auction along with 300 other people to bid on the numerous treasures and heirlooms from the estate of a recently departed collector. Let's also imagine that the 300 auction participants are a blockchain community and that each of you has registered using an avatar rather than your actual identity. Accordingly, everyone at the auction is wearing an avatar mask. As the auction progresses, there is a particular painting that you would like to bid on, but you can't afford to spend more than $2,000. When the painting becomes available and the bidding proceeds, you find yourself in a competition with another participant who bids the painting up to $2,500 and wins the bid. Because the auction is using blockchain, recording this transaction requires the majority of the 300 people in the room to agree that the particular painting was sold for $2,500 to the competing bidder and to affirm 
He has the cash to pay for the painting. Once consensus is reached, the transaction is grouped and recorded with other bidding transactions into a block, which is permanently time-stamped and connected into a chain with other blocks of transactions from the auction, hence the name blockchain. When a block is connected to the chain, it is immutable and can never be altered. In addition, these blocks are not recorded in a single central ledger, but rather into a distributed ledger, which means that all of the participants have their own individual copies of the ledger. This makes it difficult for a single individual to commit fraud because all copies of the ledger would need to be changed to pull off the counterfeit transaction. As Jaron Lanier, the author of Who Owns the Future, succinctly puts it, you can fake an ID, but you can't fake a thousand concurrent views of the person you are falsely pretending to be. Any modification to a transaction has to be recorded as a separate immutable entry in a new block that references the time-stamped original transaction. This means that if after the event, the winning bidder, who also happens to be the brother-in-law of the auctioneer, tries to persuade the auctioneer to accept a lesser amount for the painting and change the recorded transaction, the auctioneer would be powerless to do so because adjusting the record would require a completely new transaction that would need to be agreed upon by the blockchain community. Obviously, the majority of the auction participants are not going to affirm a false entry. The result is that all transactions are transparent and everyone's identity remains private. This game-changing systems architecture is likely to revolutionize the way we build IT systems because it has the potential to eradicate most hacking and fraud activity and would provide a solid solution for transitioning all IT systems to a new platform that completely extinguishes the individual agency protocols that are easy pickings for individual hackers to exploit. The problem with our current IT structure is that by keeping data in centralized systems, once a system is breached, a hacker has complete access to all the information and is free to singularly execute actions that can wreak havoc on unsuspecting victims. This ability is lost in blockchain because hackers will be powerless to create a consensus to perform illicit actions. Another innovative characteristic of blockchain is that it has the capacity to create what are known as smart 
contracts. In typical business arrangements, expectations and agreements between parties are usually memorialized in written contracts with the understanding that each of the parties can trust the others to act according to the terms of the contract. If that trust is breached, the parties have the option to sue each other in legal proceedings, which are often prolonged and costly. Smart contracts eliminate the possibility of breaches by transforming the foundation of trust from reliance upon the good intentions of others to credence on a basic attribute of the blockchain system. With smart contracts, agreements and expectations are built into the system, making it difficult, if not impossible, for one party to violate the terms of a contract. Thus, anytime there is a transaction, recording it on blockchain requires an affirmation that the action is consistent with the terms of the smart contract. In other words, Roofer's principle that individuals should keep their agreements with others is a core pillar of the basic architecture of blockchain systems. Blockchain also provides a foundation for solving the second big job to be done, creating a new economic engine to preserve the middle class as the number of jobs are dramatically reduced. As mentioned earlier, blockchain is the architecture used for the cryptocurrency in Bitcoin. This means that blockchain has the capacity to calculate value. At this time, the mathematical dynamics for calculating cryptocurrency are relatively basic. However, as the evolution of the Internet of Things, the emergence of artificial intelligence, and the phenomenon known as Moore's Law continues to accelerate the technology revolution, there is a strong possibility that blockchain systems architecture will develop the capability to create sophisticated algorithms that can accurately calculate the economic value that people contribute by their participation in network activity. This value is likely to take the form of a cryptocurrency that will be valid tender in specific economic markets. If you are wondering how this form of currency might work, let's look at an early precursor of this type of value creation with which we are all familiar. Frequent travel points. Frequent travel points are a form of currency that have real economic value in specific markets. In addition to booking flights and hotel rooms, these points can be used for a wide range of approved retail purchases from dedicated catalogs. Similarly, once algorithms have the wherewithal to calculate the relative value of our participation 
on social media sites, or our contributions to the quality of Wikipedia articles or Google searches. We can be fairly compensated in cryptocurrency for our activity in these new economic platforms. When we have this capability, the pervasive problem of the inherent wealth inequality in the current structure of the internet will begin to resolve itself as more people have a vehicle for calculating and distributing the new forms of wealth created by the digital revolution. We won't have to consider short-sighted solutions such as universal basic income, which merely redistributes traditional wealth and does not at all capture the new and increasing forms of wealth created by novel digital technologies. Instead, blockchain provides the opportunity for giving us an economic vehicle that better distributes wealth to begin with and doesn't need to be redistributed. While blockchain is clearly in its infancy and has many bugs to be worked out, as well as applications that need to be developed, the network-based architecture of this innovative technology promises to go a long way in making sure the benefits of digital transformation significantly outweigh the dangers and that these benefits are shared by all as we continue to discover new ways to create wealth. It also promises to provide the systems platform to enable a faster path to knowledge and perhaps even an extraordinary leap in human intelligence. More on this in our next episode. Thanks for listening today. Please join us next week for another episode where we will share more engaging stories about the new rules for successfully leading businesses in a rapidly changing world. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.